everyone, and welcome back to the Film Hero Podcast. Today, we will be reviewing Episode 7 of the Paramount Plus new hit show, 1883. We will be getting into some spoilers in today's episode, so this is a spoiler warning. Now, in this week's episode, the group is well on their way to Oregon. They're currently on Native American territory, and they run into a couple Native American riders, and they have to pay tax in order to bring their cattle onto their land. Now, what I like about this episode is that it shows that there was a good relationship between the Native Americans and the Pioneers. It wasn't always that evil relationship between the two that has been depicted countless times over in various Western movies over the years. Now, there's a new member to the group. He's a traveling chef. He's definitely the comedy relief during this rough journey that the group's going for. He starts swearing at the immigrants for not understanding what he's saying, not for for not understanding English. And then Shay, who's played by Sam Elliott, he walks over and he advises him to watch his tongue around the five-year-old son of James and Margaret Dutton. I mean, and not long after that, Margaret walks right up to the cook and smacks him right in the face. And he threatens to stab him with a fork if he swears in front of their son again. And as she walks away, James looks at the guy. He says, could have been a lot worse. I mean, so this show does a good job of portraying that tough nature of the Dutton family that we end up seeing in the Yellowstone series. Now, their daughter, Elsa, starts connecting with one of the uh, Native American writers. He's a young man, and she ends up getting a little flirty with the guy. And after a fun little horse race between the two, they get to know each other, and he tells her his name is Sam. And she's a little confused as to why... He has a white man's name, and he explains that it belonged to the man who killed his wife, and he took the name from him when he killed him. Now, when you watch that scene, my God, I got chills up and down my back when I saw that. I mean, whew. You thought uh, at first this episode was all going to be, you know, nice, good, touchy feelings between the Native Americans and the pioneers until that scene happens. And you go, yeah, regardless of how they interact right now, no, no, there's still a history there. And it's dark. It just goes to show how well the show is written. So this episode gets a little intense when a tornado comes through the area. And they have no choice but to set the horses and the cattle free. They got to ditch the wagons and they got to take shelter in low areas. Now, Elsa and the cowboys, they're the ones that had to set the cattle loose. And they're looking for cover. And those two Native American riders show up. And they have them come over towards where they are in low low areas on the ground. And they help them uh, get some cover from the tornado. So as the tornado shows up, Elsa gets a little handsy with the, that same rider from before. She starts kissing the guy. They start making out. She's a, yeah, she's definitely a flirty one there. It's definitely free-spirited, but it does make you think, could that be where Beth from Yellowstone gets her that same spirit? So when the tornado passes, the horses are all spread out, and most of those wagons were destroyed. I mean, they had a pretty good job showing how those wagons were just completely blown over by the tornado. 
I mean, for a TV series, you don't really see that kind of a budget uh, for those kind of effects, but they did a good job. Uh, let's see. So the, the tornado passes, the horses are all spread out. Shay and Thomas debate on whether or not they need to turn back because with most of the wagons being destroyed, these immigrants will not be able to survive the rest of the journey on foot. And I really like how Thomas's relationship with the immigrant widow is really developing. They're definitely becoming closer. Uh, they're telling, he's telling her, now that she lost everything during the, during the tornado, he's telling her what's his is yours. You know, because he was, you know, he didn't really want to admit he liked her in the beginning. He was afraid of taking that leap. Um, the main reason because he is African-American and he's, he's growing up in a world where an African-American does not marry um, a white woman. So he was always very protective and scared to take that leap. But her not being from the United States, she didn't have that same experience. So she's trying to get him to be a little more open. And he's starting to get there, which I like. So by the episode, by the time the episode starts to come to a close, they do find the cattle. But there's over a dozen thieves with the cattle. So James, Shay, and Thomas, they all get into this epic gunfight with the thieves. Elsa's also there. She wouldn't leave her father's side. She starts running. Right, and a couple of the thieves start chasing her. At this point, Thomas got hit a couple times, which made me a little nervous that this was the end for Thomas. You know, and as we've seen in previous episodes, this show isn't really afraid to kill off any characters, even the main characters. So as those thieves are chasing down Elsa, out of nowhere, those two Native American riders show up and they save her. They save her from those thieves. And they actually have another character uh, with them. Um, and he's actually the creator and writer of the show. His name is Taylor Sheridan. So I thought that was a nice little cameo. And the show has gotten a lot of nice cameos so far. They got Tom Hanks. They got his real-life wife, Rita Wilson. And they also got Billy Bob Thornton. So there's only a couple episodes left. I'd like to see what other cameos they can sneak in by the time the show's over. So the dust clears. The fight's all over. All... All the three guys, they got away with just a couple flesh wounds. I mean, it was obvious that James would make it out because we've seen him in flashback episodes during Yellowstone. Now, something I learned recently was that Tim McGraw and Faith Hill were asked to appear in Yellowstone in the flashbacks before 1883 was even in production. And the studio enjoyed those flashbacks so much, they asked Taylor Sheridan if he would consider making a show around those characters. Now, the idea for 1883 was already on Sheridan's mind, but now he had the studio support. Now, I thought it was the other way around. I thought those flashbacks were filmed either during production of 1883 or after production of 1883. So the relationship between Elsa and that Native American writer didn't last right, that is his home, and she needs to be with her family. So it was just a temporary little flirt. Now we think the episode is going to end there, it's going to end on a high note, but unfortunately that's not the case, because as Margaret 
heads back to find her husband and her daughter. She runs into one of those uh, robbers that survived, but she kills him immediately. He tries to take her horse. She kills him immediately. But because of that, it shakes her to her core. She's very upset. She doesn't want to talk to anyone for the rest of the episode. So, I mean, that really makes you wonder, is that going to affect the relationship between her and her husband, James? You know, because ever since they started on this trail, they've been, you know, teetering on that abyss of a rocky relationship. You know, she she left her home, everything behind to follow her husband north towards Oregon for a better life for them. You know, he warned her this was going to be a dangerous trip, a part of her knew that but then a part of her also felt that everything will be okay in the end which it does because we know that because of the Yellowstone TV series but she's figuring it out little by little that this is more dangerous than she initially thought and I think it is going to take a toll on the relationship between her and her husband so the episode ends with a narration from Elsa saying her mother doesn't believe they will make it to heaven after all the people they've had to kill during these past several weeks. Now, Elsa disagrees, saying that heaven and hell are not real because heaven and hell coexist here on earth and that God is the land. Now, that right there just shows you how amazing Taylor Sheridan is as a writer. And I really hope she continues to write for all the shows that he does, you know. In my experience over the years... People who create shows, they end up writing for the first several seasons, and then they depart to do other projects, they hire other writers, and the quality most of the time goes downhill. But in this instance, I really hope that's not the case. Now before we finish, let's just jump into some entertainment news from over the weekend. Alright, the Orville New Horizons will now arrive on June 2nd. I mean, if you're a fan, like I am, this is really exciting. And I I don't like Star Wars. I don't like Star Trek. However, I will admit that the the new movies that they made, the Star, the Star Trek films that they made in, uh, was around 2009, I believe, was when they first started doing that. I liked those. That was actually a great way of creating something I always found kind of dorky, kind of lame. And they made it, gave it like a broader... Uh, you know, plot to it so that you could get a, a broader audience. I, I liked it. So the Orville, uh, made by Seth MacFarlane, I felt he did a similar thing. I felt he took what was so popular about Star Trek, but he broadened it to really get more people in into the show. And I'm one of them. I, I really like the show, and I hope it continues. Uh, and actually, the Orville did release a sneak peek little trailer, which we will post on our Twitter page. The first trailer for Lord of the Rings TV show, Rings of Power, set to premiere at the Super Bowl this weekend. If you know me, I love the Lord of the Rings. I think they are the most perfect set of films ever made. And this TV series, I hope nothing but good things. Uh, so I am excited for this trailer. Dwayne Johnson has revealed he'll be making an electrifying pre-game Super Bowl appearance, leading many to wonder if it is a Black Adam trailer. 
that would be really cool if it was a Black Adam trailer. I think it could be a teaser. I think it'll be just, you know, a minute, under a minute. Um, but, you know, I could be wrong. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope it is a full trailer. Speaking of trailers, the trailer for Disney's Cheaper by the Dozen remake movie is out now, starring Zach Braff and Gabrielle Union. This film is set to release on March 18th, 2022 on Disney+. Plus. Uh, I did not watch Cheaper by the Dozen. I do remember with them coming out, but I did not watch them. So, I don't really care. Wolverine vs. Hulk will reportedly feature the, the debut of Wolverine. Now, take this with a grain of salt, but if this is the case, that'll be really cool to see. Catherine Zeta-Jones has joined the cast of Disney Plus's upcoming National Treasures series. Zeta-Jones will portray Billy, a badass billionaire, black market antiquities expert, and treasure hunter who lives by her own code. Is she a villain? Who knows? Now, I loved the National Treasure movies. They keep, you know, giving me rumors that there's going to be a third one. I would love a third one, um, but this... TV series is going to have a whole different cast, so I might give it a try, but I, I fell in love with the original characters, so we'll see how it goes. The 2014 Tom Cruise action film Edge of Tomorrow might become a TV show, as Warner Brothers appears to be developing a live action series based on the movie. I never watched the show, so, you know, I don't have a whole lot of interest in it. The full trailer for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel Season 4, which premieres on February 18th, has been released and it shows Midge spicing up her act as she returns to the stage. I like the show a lot, and I am not afraid to admit that. Uh, the show is funny for both guys and girls. The whole cast is hysterical. Um, I'm, a big, I'm a big fan of the guy who plays her father. So this is a funny show, and I'm excited for it to come back. The first teaser trailer for Better Call Saul Season 6 reveals the return of the Salamanca Twins. I stopped watching Better Call Saul after Season 2. You know, the show, it, you know, I thought it was okay. Not great. I, didn't, I wasn't really into the hype. I wasn't into the hype of the other show that came before it either. I saw most of it. Wasn't, didn't love it. At least not like everyone else did. The Goosebumps Disney Plus TV show will have an overarching plot instead of an adapting a different story each week according to the new series synopsis. That's a little disappointing. I was a big fan of the Goosebumps growing up. But I understand you can't do the same thing over and over. You do have to do things a little differently every now and then because stuff gets boring if you just keep repeating yourself. So I do understand that. Ryan Reynolds and Mark Ruffalo team up for the first footage for the upcoming sci-fi adventure movie, The Atom Project. I mean, Ryan Reynolds, and I've grown to like Mark Ruffalo a lot these past several years, so I'll probably give that a shot. Paramount is officially moving forward with Scream 6, with filming scheduled to begin this summer. I'm not really big on horror movies, but I do know a lot of people that are big on horror movies, and they did get excited about this. Yellowstone TV has officially been renewed for Season 5 at Paramount Network with Kevin Costner expected to begin filming in May. I'm very excited about this. As you know, I love Yellowstone. That 90s show has cast Callie Haverda as Eric and Donna's daughter. 
Now, I grew up in the 90s, so I am interested in the show. I didn't really get into this that 70s show very much. I did see, you know, a handful of episodes, but I will watch this because they did catch my interest. Samuel L. Jackson shared a new behind-the-scenes photo from the production of Marvel's Secret Invasion, seemingly teasing flashbacks to a younger Nick Fury. I may or may not watch this. I mean, I was not a fan of most of the Disney Plus shows. I liked Loki. I liked um, What If. So, we'll see. I'll give this a shot. A Gotham Knights pilot has been ordered by the CW from the writers of Batwoman. I mean, I don't watch Batwoman. But, I'll give it a shot. I mean, I've said this before and I'll say it again. You know, Warner Brothers will use and abuse their Batman um, characters. You know, I would like to see, i like to see something new, you know. I like Batman a lot, but not that much. But that's just me. I'm sure everyone else disagrees. New reports suggest that Disney may release a brand new Doctor Strange in the multi, sorry, in the Multiverse of Madness TV spot during the 2022 Super Bowl next Sunday. That'd be cool. And last but not least, Sony has found its Madam Web in Dakota Johnson. She is in talks to play the Spider-Man character, Madam Web. I have no idea who Madam Web is, but uh, I think Dakota Johnson's okay. I haven't really seen a whole lot from her. But yeah, I'll give it a shot, just like everything else. So just a reminder, I am going to put all of those onto our Twitter page. Okay, and that's it for tonight, everyone. Thanks for listening.